I'm Bev. And I'm Ange. And welcome, welcome to, to Fuck, Fuck It, it We're 50. 50. My friend Mel is here today, and we're going to talk about dating over 50. <laughs> this was one of the poll questions. So this came in second, actually. Above the being, being dismissed, dismissed by doctors, doctors, right? was number one. Okay. Yeah. So... How many years has it been and you were on dating apps? Okay, so probably officially almost two years Okay, that I've been like actively on a dating app and like looking for love and, you know, all that good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it's been an experience. <laughs> it should have been a camera crew following around. <laughs> yeah, I should have had a GoPro on my head. <laughs> really. Note to yeah. self, buy a GoPro. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been a real, um, yeah, it's been fun. So you want to just kind of like start like how you how you started and like what type of what apps you use. So and... so basically, my niece told me about Facebook dating, which I had never known about before. You know, so I went. Is that there. fairly new though? I think it seems to be know. like it's fairly new. I'm not sure. It has to be in the past several years. I'm gonna look it up while you're talking. <laughs> okay. 2019, September oh, 5th really? of 2019. Is that is when new? It started. Yeah. Oh wow. So like. Okay, so I got into it like two years into it. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, I just, it was very simple to just create a profile. It's almost linked to your to your Facebook page, so it feels more authentic to me. I had created a couple of dating apps prior to that, um, or went on dating apps prior to that, and, um, yeah, within, like, 12 hours, I ripped them down because they felt creepy and weird and, like, da-da-da. But Which Facebook, ones? Like, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you. Fish, Tinder. What, yeah, yeah, the yeah. mainstream ones, for sure. Yeah. There was, like, there was like two different ones, I think, that I went on um, prior to Facebook dating. And it just felt too creepy to me. The Facebook one just felt more authentic to me and felt, like, more real, you know, whatever. So I did that and ran with it and, yeah, started to, like, you know, interact with some people and... Went on several dates. I like this, you know, one right after another. It seemed like, you know, whatever. Um, but it's just like, huh, it's exhausting. You know what I mean? Because, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of people that will hit you up, you know, and you have like similar things in common. But then it just really goes nowhere because then you realize like, yeah, now that we really don't, we really don't have that many, many things in common. So um, I would just be like, next. Okay. <laughs> Next one. So is that through just topic, or is that through conversation before you actually meet, or um, you, or you think that you're discovering like things you have in common and stuff? Is that more after you have a date? Like, it's probably fifty fifty. Okay. Yeah, probably fifty fifty. I would like, uh, yeah, vet them through conversation and everything, and it's like, yeah, now you know whatever. But then there were like so there was so many that I went on dates with, and the dates were cool, you know, and everything. But then after the dates, then I just would like through conversation. I'd be texting Angie, and I'd be just like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, next, like, whatever. <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, move on. You know, I'm 50, and I'm enjoying the dating thing, but it's just, I'm at the mindset where I'm not going to settle for things I don't want. I don't have to. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't either at this age you know? if I found myself in that pool. Right, right. I was in a 17-year marriage, and it's just like, at this age, I left that at 47, and at 50, I'm not, I'm not settling for anything that I don't want. So I'm very quick to just, like, next, even though sometimes my heart has gotten involved, like, with Ange, like, I mean, I'd be, like, talking to her on a daily basis, and I'm just like, ah, but I'm not going to settle, you know, so mm. it has been, uh, yeah, it's been fun. I would think it is exhausting, though, if you are if you have multiple people, like, messaging you and that and just try to keep up with it as we all have our daily lives and such, like. Even my friends, sometimes I, I can't keep in a conversation because I'm like, I'm sorry, I've, I've got a lot going on right now. But if you got multiple men right. reaching out to you, <laughs> well, and I don't keep know. up with them. I know the number one thing that she had the most problem with was communication. So I don't think it was an overabundance of communication. I think it was underwhelming at best. So I don't think that was the problem. Because if you're meeting on an app, more than likely you're not local to each other. Oh, so great. the main form of communication is going to be the phone. So it's very hard to get men to realize, like, listen, like, we need more than just one text message a day. You know, no phone calls at all. So it's just like, okay, that's not communication to me at all. So that was, like, the hardest thing. And then when you bring up these little small issues, like the bare necessity of communication, then all of a sudden you're controlling. <laughs> get out of here. Like, okay, next. 
So I guess so these so men. So are we talking men at, at the age of fifty or yes? So they have picked up this trend then of texting and such and not old school pick up the phone and right. actually verbally talk to somebody. There's very few. There's a handful that really do want to be on the phone, you know, whatever. But um, no, the majority are just fine with texting and very minimal texting too. Like how are you supposed to get to know somebody if you get one text message a day? Don't you think you need to share like what you've done today so that I know what your habits are, what your interests are, what your hobbies are? Something about your family, something about your values. How am I going to know that by a good morning? How are you? Right. And that's all I hear from you all day long. Right. No. And one word no. answers is we know that men, right. men, that's all they're right. capable of. And don't ask 30 questions in one paragraph because you'll only get the last question answered. Oh, I know. That drives me crazy. Yeah. And my whole thing was, too, you know, I'm not a controlling wench, you know, by any means. Like, I've, I'm not controlling or obsessive or anything. But it's just like, I need to know that I'm a part of your life. And because there's distance between us right now, like I said, the phone is the only form of communication. So I just like, hey, I'm running out to the store. Or, hey, I'm going here. Like, whatever. Just make me a part of your life. So I feel like I'm a part of your life because there's distance between us. Mm-hmm. I just want to know that I'm, I feel like I'm a part of your life. Just like, I don't feel like I need to report to you what I'm doing every day or, you know, every moment of every day. But I'm going to say, hey, I'm going here. Like, whatever. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. Just so you feel like you're a part of my life mm-hmm. because that's very important. Right. But to them, it looked like being controlling. And to me, it, it never really got past a whole lot of conversations about the controlling thing, because once that came out, I was just like, OK, next. <laughs> OK, nope. Like, you if you're, to if see you're that. saying this about me this early in the right. game, like there's no need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. So there weren't like big arguments or anything about that, because it's just like I just I just cut it off right then and there. Yeah, because I don't have time for that. Like, you don't even know me. And now you're already yeah. judging me. But if you don't know, that's definitely not me. Right. If yeah. you don't know the basis of communication, like I'm asking for the bare necessity and you can't give that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Not something yeah. for that. What about generosity as far as like when you go out to dinner, do the men mind paying? Do they pay? Do they ask you to pay? Like, how is that back? Oh, no, no. That's never been a problem. Like, they've always picked up the tab. Always. Like that's never been an issue ever. Yeah. It's never been a conversation. They're, they've always been gentlemen in that way. So I think that's why um, I haven't minded it so much. You know what I mean? It hasn't been exhausting in that way. Like, I go out and I have nice, you know, interactions. I have nice experiences with these guys, you know, and everything. And they pick up the tab and, like, they're generous in that way. But they're not generous with what I want. I want the, the thing that's priceless and that's their time and their communication right. and their affection like and that kind of thing. Anybody can buy a dinner, but yes, it yes, yes. a special person to communicate with Yep. Did you find any pattern with these guys? Has it been like a long time since they were married or if they had been married or if they've been single for a long time? Do you know what I mean? Where they pick right. up those bad well, habits. Bad yes, habits. yes, yes. Yeah. Or just being, um, they're used to being alone. You know what I mean? Right. So yes. I, I find like the average with, with the guys that I dealt with was the average was probably three to five years of being single. But at this age, they're in their 50s or early 50s, you know, whatever. So, I mean, they get set in their ways really quick, I think. Yeah. You know, like I'm, like the one guy, I think, you know, he's a really nice guy. But I think he's so set in his ways because he's been single for so long. He's not used to having somebody tag along with him. He's not used to, quote unquote, answering to somebody. So, in their defense, I mean, but it's just like, okay, but now that, you, now that you're searching for somebody to be in your life, then, okay, like, you need to recognize, like, she needs to be a part of your life then. Right. You know, don't get ticked off if she asks you questions or whatever, or she wants communication because you came searching for this dude. <laughs> well, that's true. You know? It's so, out there. Right. Yeah. And another thing I found with the men that she's seen is they're all su- successful in jobs. Like, they all have decent, successful, successful some of them have, like, full-on their own businesses. How are you successfully communicating in business you know, or at your job, but you can't communicate with somebody you want to be your potential partner. But then again, some of those successful people, is that kind of what brought them to their marital demise? Because they were so busy with their business and so forth, and they they weren't communicative at home to wife. And that's very possible. You know, too. And they just never recognized that or they're not going to change. Did you have any experience with... Anybody who's indicated that they were 
divorced or not in a relationship, but they actually were. As Andy and I just recently talked about that and thought how easy that would be for people to do that. No, I really don't think I have. There's one that's a big question mark that we're not sure of. Right. <laughs> I keep but saying he's married. He's but he, he swears that he's not. But um, the the encounters that we've had, they feel like they are to me. You know, I mean, we, we've stayed overnight together a couple of different times, but just like the patterns are just weird to me. So, I mean, I really don't, to this day, I really don't know. And he and I are really cool. Like, like we'll text each other here and there, you know, whatever. But it's just like, and he's one of the ones that's a very successful businessman himself. Okay. Very successful. Um, but it's just uh, um, numb nuts when it comes to communication. Yeah. It's really, it's really weird because we've actually spent nights together but we've never we've had one conversation on the phone in our whole time of talking for a past year and a half. Oh my gosh. We text all the time, you know, here yeah. and there. But it's just like if you can't talk to me on the phone after your work day. That's a red flag. Yeah, check. okay. Whatever. That is definitely a red flag. And, it, and maybe he's not married, but is in a long term relationship. Well, yeah, or yeah, right, that, right. You know. But just I still said, I said if I create a dating profile, it's going to say under my bio. If you have, if anybody thinks they are in a relationship with you, do not message me because I will tell on you. And you know, I'm like the FBI. I will find out. <laughs> I will tell them. I don't care. <laughs> so when you've had these overnight stays, is it a secretive type way? No. Or any place? no. It's out in the open. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That is weird. Yeah, I mean, he pays for it. We go for a nice dinner. We stay overnight together. We have great conversation, all this stuff, you know. But um, what was it? The first time he, he drove his um, his work vehicle to me versus his regular vehicle. So that was just, like, weird to me. The second time, he didn't pack a bag at all. He came from his his nephew's house watching a game and then comes and meets up with me. So that was, like, weird to me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, okay, yeah, okay. So you couldn't, like, pack a bag to come to me. Yeah. Why? That's weird. Yeah. So. And you're driving your work vehicle, so you could have easily said, hey, I got to make a work trip. Yeah. Yeah. Or I got too drunk at my nephew's and had to spend the night. But if you mm-hmm. leave with a bag, then that shows intent. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Hmm. So, but with him, he he's... He's enjoyable for me to be around. We have great conversation. You know, he, I usually go to him, which is actually in Maryland, but I mean, he will, you know, he, he fills my car with gas, you know, he pays for everything, da, 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 da. And he's, he's a great, you know, um, companion for me, you know, but I mean, I've never put a lot of weight into it. Like me and her, we, we joke about all the time, me and Andrew, we joke about him all the time. So it's just like, I've never put my heart into him because I just feel like it's just not authentic. You know, so it is what it is in my eyes. Um, I don't run to him anymore. You know, I haven't in a long time, you know, so it's just like, yeah, I'm not putting a lot of weight into it. But it's just like the question mark is still there. I just wonder <laughs> if he's married or in a long term relationship. Yeah. Well, especially you know? if he is in Maryland, because I mean, if he is coming up here to see you, if the events or these overnight stays or most of your interactions are happening in your area right. versus out of state. Yeah. Then yeah, definitely big red flags. I mm-hmm. he's in something. He's in a, yeah. Yeah. But, but and if I'm driving to Maryland, why aren't I just driving to your house? You know that that was the question. I don't even know what he ever answered with me with that because I'm right. just like you like know if I'm already driving there. Right. Why are we in a hotel? Why can't we just go to your house? But I mean, according to him, he lives a good forty five minutes from where we meet up. So it'd be an extra forty five like minutes for me. The yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's so. basically to take him out of his. General areas, right. Right. exactly. Have right. you done um, the uh, you know uh, number search or whatever to find his address to see if, uh, other members of his house, of the household that live there? No, Angie did one time. Um, she found a female attached to it. Okay. Um, but we didn't put a lot of weight into it. So I don't even, I don't even know. Like I said, I don't even care enough to even dig enough, you know what I mean? Because I'm not putting any weight into this. I'm not looking for a long-term relationship with him. Yeah. I know it's not going to go anywhere. So it's just really, I contact him when I'm bored. (laughs) You know what I mean? No, I just, that's just funny. I am just a sleuth like Angela anytime for everything. I'm just, I'm always, I should have been a detective. My husband knows this too. So I, he knows 
if he were, if I thought he was doing anything, I would find out. Right. Because I would be on him. She actually calls him pack a bag. <laughs> because <laughs> that's how he would always start. Yeah, because pack a bag. yeah, he and I would be exchanging a couple of text messages and he'll just be like randomly be like, pack a bag. You know, and that just means, hey, I'm getting a hotel. Like, come and meet me. Well, and at this point in your life, who cares? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. That works for you. Pack a bag, go for a night and. Right. Have a dinner. And unattached. Hey. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Especially, like I said, with him, at least the conversation is stimulating because we have a lot in common as far as business and that kind of thing. With him being an entrepreneur and a business owner, I enjoy the conversation. If I didn't enjoy him, I, I wouldn't even, like, bother. You know what I mean? But I actually enjoy the interaction with him. So, you know, that's that. But I'm still not going to settle, you know, Yeah. for whatever. Well, so. and not somebody who's hiding something either. Right. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's quite obvious that he's hiding something. Yeah, it doesn't do one, he'll do it to the others, you know. But then there was the guy, um, Harrisburg area, that mm-hmm. he just had his set routine. And, like, if you didn't integrate oh. into that, you would have never seen him. Yes, yeah. For I, yeah, I spent a lot of time with him, several months with him, actually. And I would go down to Harrisburg with him. We would go out, you know, and have drinks together, you know, have a really nice time together. I would stay overnight at his place, everything. But he is a grown man in his early 50s, never moved it to the next level. Never said, hey, you know, can we be exclusive? You know, anything like that. It was just like... He was okay with just... Yeah, he was just had. okay, yeah. With just... Me coming down there, spending time with him, and us going out and having a good time, me leaving the next day, you know, whatever. And um, at one point, he did he did uh, mention about giving me a key to his place. Oh. Um, but I never really pursued that and accepted that just because there was never... I don't know. I could never put my finger on it. He's a really nice guy. And to this day, like, we're still friends. He's a nice guy, but he's just... He's too passive. He's too set in his routine. Um and the communication just wasn't... And I think a uh, couple of times you were like, well, can we do this and that? And he's like, well, I got to go here because that's what he does every Wednesday. Right. Like, oh, yeah, like, yes. Rain man yes. type stuff. Like, uh, not, yeah. like my, yeah, like, yeah. my was, Jonathan yeah. type stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was too routine. Like he has a set things that he does like on Wednesdays, on Fridays, like whatever. So it's just like, yeah. So that was just like a little boring to me. And just, it got so... Um, routine on us just seeing each other randomly i'm just like i'm not going to get stuck into a relationship like this like screw that so mel's always asking me to get on dating apps and to go and explore my options but i'll tell you something first of all you guys know i don't go anywhere i never really leave the house i go to work i come home i go to work i come home that's it so unless a man sees me at Wise's in my car with my bare hands hounding down a whole fucking rotisserie chicken and goes, that's the bitch I'm going to marry. It ain't ever happening. <laughs> she did say that the other day. Oh, my God. As I said to my husband, we were having this conversation the other day. I'm like, why would I ever want to move on to somebody else, okay? Or even like himself. Like, he made comments like, you're going to trade me in for a new model or something like that. Yeah, said, yeah. Why would I do that? I've got 53 years of baggage that, to me, I would feel like I would have to go through that whole life with somebody else to meet somebody new, to explain myself on who I am and why I am the way I am. And just about my family history, you know, through childhood and through my marriages. Does that make sense? Yeah, Or do you, you not do that? Well, no, no, you don't. Um... And you don't have to look at it as baggage either. We all have a life story, you know. We really have met someone who's amazing. And I mean, um, and they're not like heavy conversations. They're just, you're, you're telling your backstory, basically. Okay. You know, and if they're a decent person, like everybody has a backstory, you know, they're, they're not like big old, like heavy conversations or whatever. So it's just like, no, you can't like go into it thinking like, oh my God, nobody's going to want me because of this, you know, whatever. No, it's not like that at all, you know. Um, okay. And especially at our ages, like, we all have a backstory. Like, we've all gone through shit. I have shit. to right. something that I've been married five times. That's a huge red flag. They're going to be, like, walking around. <laughs> 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 but you're the same guy twice, you know? <laughs> um, but, um, no, you can't, like, no. My whole thing was with my ex-husband, being with him for 17 years, he was um, just a negative person, just negative, like, 
everything negative. <laughs> just a great just cloud. Suck the life out of you. He was an avid Steelers fan. Like you could have won the lottery, and it would have been something detrimental about it. Fanatical Steelers fan, and, and they could be like doing amazing one Sunday afternoon, but he's still gonna be like, "Well, fucking Ben, this blah blah blah." I'm like, can you be happy about anything? You know, just like. So I mean, and it just got to be almost where it was almost like a roommate situation. Like it just, there wasn't love and affection. There just there was no affection at all, mm-hmm. and I ended up having an affair in 2018. Just this. This guy just, I mean, he just showed up one night. I mean, I was out one night, and this guy just comes up. We start talking like that. I tell him that I have a restaurant three doors down. And um, from where he was staying, he was he was working here in the area. Wasn't from the area. He's from oh, the okay. area, actually. And he shows up at my restaurant a couple days later with some flowers. Oh, how nice. <laughs> and then if you didn't get that, yeah. Yeah, just somebody showing you some, some James kind was of form of something. Pissed. He, like, took the flowers from in the garbage, like, ah. And uh, I thought it was hilarious, but very quickly I got caught up in this whirlwind of just, because this man is showing me true admiration, like just the admiration in his face was all I wanted from my husband. Mm-hmm. I don't want it from a random guy, I want it from my fucking husband. Right. But he wasn't capable of that. And He's that's what led me into that affair. James is just literally not capable of that to anybody. No. He, we got together when my girls were 8 and 11. He wasn't even capable of giving my daughters love at that time. Because okay. he had a daughter who was also eight at the time, but the mother ran off with her and blah, blah, blah. So it's like he had his own guilt from his daughter, so he couldn't bring love to my daughters. So that was always the underlying issue in our marriage, was I'm a mom before I'm anything. Right. And you can't love my children unconditionally. You can't love my children like they're your own. So that's mm-hmm. the underlying issue, number one. So, I mean, but yeah, he, he just, he, he wasn't capable of the affection thing, and so... Listen, it could go two and a half, three months. This man wouldn't even as much as touch my arm and try to have sex with me. Oh. And I'm known for having a fucking affair. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't even touch my leg. Like, I don't want you, but I don't want anybody to ha- else to have you either. So. You know, so. Yeah, so that was, like, so, so 2018 was that. But then we tried to work on it. So it lasted with, with that guy for a few months. But then I realized, like, he was Dominican. And in their culture, obviously, it's okay for them to have an extra woman as long as he's bringing I the paycheck home and that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. But I wasn't okay to be the extra woman indefinitely. Like, screw that shit. Right. So that ended. <clears throat> um, so then James wanted to work things out again. So we tried to work things out. Um, we never ended up living together ever again. But on my 47th birthday... Um, it was a Sunday. It was actually because my birthday is on May 10th, so it falls on Mother's Day every several years. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So this this birthday was Mother's Day and my birthday. Friday night, he got drunk. We got into an argument. Didn't hear from him all day Saturday. Sunday morning at 1045, he sends me a text message. Happy birthday, Mel. That was it. I looked at my phone. I'm just saying, you know, no affection. Just happy birthday, Mel. Like, I'm just like, like a cousin or something. Right, yeah. That was a defining moment for me. Mm-hmm. I laid there, I, I cried a couple of tears. I'm just like, you know what, this is over. This is over. There's, there's no chance for me. There's no chance for this ever. Mm-hmm. I'm filing for divorce like this is it. And that was it for me. That was it. You know, I just knew then that there was no fixing it. There was, there was, there was no affection ever going to come from this man. And I need affection. Like my soul was craving affection, mm-hmm. stimulation, mental stimulation, emotional stimulation, you know? Mm-hmm. And if he, he's just not going to give it to me. So that's when I decided like no longer, you know? And it was the best decision of my life. And it's just like, I think too often at this age, we settle for what we know shouldn't be. But it's just, um, we... We're comfortable. We t- like, yeah. So many yeah. people are... Because my whole thing was, because like Chantal, my oldest daughter, like she hated how he talked to me. Like, just like, he would just be like mean sometimes. Which not, not like mean, but just his tone was always ignorant. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And she always, she was my oldest, so she hated that, you know, for me. And um, she would for, she would be like, I don't know why you even say with him. Blah, blah. I'm like, oh, because we watch the news together, you know? <laughs> Stupid little bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Channel 16 News, we have that in common. I'm like, oh, because we have so much in common. We have Channel 16 News together in common. Like, like if you sat down that, and really broke it down. Like, right. if you really, really right. took a deep dive and broke it down, that's what you had. Right, exactly. Right, right. so your whole, right. like... And I think I justified just, it because... Justification was the Channel 16 News. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. 
Um, because he didn't support me. And, well, he, he supported me in my business ventures, but he bitched and moaned the whole time. Right. Like, so I was, that's and, not true support. No. I'd be like, you no. know what? I can't even like high five you when we finally get to the top of the mountain because you've bitched and moaned the whole time up the mountain. Like you're right. dragging him yeah. with you. You've taken the fun out of it for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think the justification to myself and staying in it was the fact that we didn't argue and fight every day. It wasn't abusive. It wasn't like quote unquote abusive. It wasn't like anything like that. So it's just like, I could just, I could turn my head to it and I raised my girls. I threw my, my head into my girls. I raised my girls. Yeah. I paid no mind to him and how empty my soul was. Mm-hmm. Until at that time in my life, at 47 years, I'm just like, you know what? My soul cannot be like this empty any longer. Mm-hmm. I need more. Like, I'm going to start you know? the second half of my life yeah. and I don't want it to be yeah. like this. I would but. rather be alone and at peace than laying next to a man and be angry. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it got to me. Even when he would, like, after we were separated and he would come and stay overnight sometimes, he would go up to my bedroom, my fucking bed that I just bought, mm-hmm. by myself, and he would go up to my bedroom before me. I'd get up to this in my bedroom and he'd be snoring. I'm laying there pissed off in my own bed. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> like, like, no, you can't sleep. Go <laughs> right. back to your own bed. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Um, it just, it. yeah. There were just like some moments where it's just like, no, I just, I need more than this, you know. And if I have to be alone for, by myself for a while, I'm okay with that because at least I'm at peace with myself mm-hmm. and not be angry that I'm in a situation where it's unfulfilling, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what really started me on this quest. You know, so then when... That's why I've been married five times. I have no problems. I love myself. Like, I love being with myself. I'm the best much right. company. I, me and the dogs. Right. We just have a good old time. <laughs> but that's dangerous. Because mm-hmm. at any time, I'm like, bye, and it doesn't bother mm-hmm. me. That's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. When you're so comfortable unattached. with yourself that you're unattached. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'll never be financially dependent on a man. I don't care if I have to work 22 jobs. I don't care. I will never, ever, ever say, man, I need the money, so I'm going to keep him around. Right. I'll never do that. Mm-hmm. That would never be me. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I can sell a kidney. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I can there sell plasma. Kidney I can sell <sighs> body parts. I don't need to worry about that. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah. has there been any guys that you've come across or dated that were really in a nut house or that you had any issues? <laughs> no, with that's or? me. That's me, Bev. <laughs> I'm yeah. the one that date the nut the nut cases. Well yes, I mean yes, you have definitely. <laughs> but I'm just curious, like from a dating app sense, like if you know Yeah, no, actually I haven't. No. They may be a little wacky, but none of them are like nut jobs or anything like yeah. <laughs> that's no, because no. I make them all look tame. <laughs> yeah, you really do. The choices that I make. Yes. Holy crap. Yeah, no. I really cannot even complain about the experiences that I've had. And that's why I've told Angela, like, just create an app. You know, create a profile. Like, damn it, create a profile. You know, because I'm just like, I, even though I've been through 27 guys. I mean, that's a big number, but you know, maybe 17. I don't know. No judgment. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been a really cool experience, though. You know, it really has. I mean, I don't regret any of it, you know, and I, I just don't. Plus, how are you going to know exactly what you want in a relationship unless you experience right. it? Right. You don't know. Yeah. Well, you have to go through the pool. No, I get that. You yeah. know, you the absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I obviously I was divorced once and I did date a mama's boy. Do you know how I met him? Do you remember the ICQ? ICQ messaging on on the computer system. Oh gosh, I don't know. No, no, no. I remember like AOL Messenger and seven. Oh wow! No, I don't. Yeah, it was like an instant messenger thing. Okay. Mm. So I met him, and how old was I? I was twenty eight at the time. He was twenty five. Lived at home. His mother still ironed his blue jeans. Oh boy, that's a red flag. (laughs) He was a nice guy and all, but. Yeah. You'll never compare to his mama, so that would never happen. No, yeah. no. Um, and there I am, an adult, you know, with a child and working full time and such, and it just didn't. Yeah, that's like, turn off. Yeah. So, and then I just happened to meet Troy. Out, I went out with a buddy, with a guy I graduated with one night out to a bar, and he worked with my husband now. And so my husband and his friend showed up, and it was just this flirtatious thing that just went on and on and on. And um, he was in a relationship. He was actually engaged, but I didn't know it that night. And 
um, ultimately he was unhappy in that relationship and decided to end that one. He felt he was with her for, for sympathy. Um, our relationship went rather quickly. We started dating. It was February and April. I'm living in our home that I was with my ex-husband. He left. So it was myself and my six-year-old son and my gas got shut off because I couldn't afford the bill. So we were without heat. Now, this is early April, so it was not too bad, you know. And I remember Troy coming to my house and running up the steps, coming in, going, you can't stay here. You just go to my house. I'm like, I can stay here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'll just boil some water, put it in the tub. You know, I'm I'm fine, you know. I've always been a persevere, so I'm like, I will be fine. And he argued with me till the end of the earth. He had his own home. He purchased his family homestead from his parent, from his mother. His dad was deceased, so he bought the family property. Um, just a ranch style house, very modest, very nice. <clears throat> so ultimately I gave in. My son and I moved into a temporary stay with him and then we never left. Yeah. And so that was April and then we got married the following May. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but of course, and he's three years younger than me too. So he was younger even at the time, but so much different. He was working three jobs. He was a police officer, EMT, ambulance. I mean, just all that. And so different from the guy that I was dating. Right. You know, who his mom took care of him, basically. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Ridiculous. I, I don't even know. I don't even know why we even actually dated because it was just so far from out of my realm. But, um, but yeah, so that's how we did. But it was yeah, through an ICQ message app, which I guess would be really different than Finding somebody on a dating app today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like the dating app of the past. Yeah. But no, so, and then I've been married now for 23, it'll be 24 years in May. So, yeah, that's a long time past, you know. Do you think you fell in love with the rescuer part of him? Honestly, um, he stood up for me one time with my ex-husband. And um, I needed that. Because I've always been on my, I've always felt like on my own. And had to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Had to discover everything for myself. Always responsible for myself. And to have somebody stand up for me that way, I was like, that's it. Yeah. Angie and I just had a conversation like this recently. because It's like, especially when we're strong women, like, we still, we want to protect her. You know what I mean? We yes. want somebody who's going to speak up for us. My ex-husband, I just told her the other day, he wouldn't protect me in a physical, you know, altercation, let alone even, even a... Um, a communication type one, like a verbal one. Like, he wouldn't stick up for me for anything. Right. So to have a person who would, like the guy that I'm seeing now, we were at a bar just recently, and this guy was, like, being stupid. Some guy I've known him for 20-some years. He was being stupid, though, that night. And my guy said to him, like, listen, if it happens again, like, it's not going to be pretty. And, like, I'm just... So then I'm just, like... And he's, like, rough and rough, like, you know, a big six-foot guy. Like, and I'm just, like, oh, it's okay, maybe, like... He's, like, no. He's, like, I apologize to you that no man has ever protected you, but you're protected in my, with me. Mm-hmm. Like... And um, so that it felt so good, though, because it's just like, yeah, we want that protector. We want to feel safe. We, like, women need that. We need to feel protected and safe. Like, that's a big attractor, I think, with a lot of women. Yeah, absolutely. Even if we don't voice it, that definitely is, you know. Yeah, and I still so, look for that, too. I yeah. still look for that even now. And that can be an issue, too, because I'm very, very strong. I'm strong. Mm-hmm. I'm a stubborn ass. I'm set in my ways, and... You know, I'll, I'll drive to Washington, the state of Washington by myself. I don't need nobody to go with me. <laughs> oh you know, I'll hold my hand or anything. I just, that's, but I've felt like I've always had to do everything on my own. Right. Myself. Right. Even though I've been married for this many years, I mean, I, I still have that tendency. Mm-hmm. You know? But I have found where I've needed to tone that personality part of me down because men need to feel needed. You know, they, they yeah. because, I mean, their DNA is, I mean, they're supposed to be the protector. They're supposed to be the one who protects us, provides for us, you know, and everything. So they need to feel needed. So we're just like, I can do that. I can do that. Like, like, you know, you're not going to do such stuff for me. Like, no, that they, they need to feel needed because, like, you're, you're almost emasculating them then. Yeah. You know, uh, because yeah, if they don't, if they so don't once feel... Once in a while, go here. Can you open this jar of pickles? No, Sean, my daughter actually says that. She's like, it doesn't matter if... Because she's a strong girl like me, but she, she's 32. She says she exactly said that the other day. She's like, even if I need a jar of pickles open, I'm gonna have Adrian do it because right. like he needs to feel needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's so cute because just those simple little things like it, it does a lot for a man, you know. And yeah, even though like we can do it ourselves, like let him do it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, and it's hard to remember that though sometimes too, and just it is, yeah, you know, put that aside. But 
I don't know. So many facets go into marriage, but yeah, we all know it's hard. But yeah. And I think, you know, just the the common conversation that I've had with these guys recently is just like good as far as like marriage takes work, like you have to be committed to making it work. I think that's where the the true commitment is. Okay, we can commit to each other, but you have we have to be committed to making it work on the bad days. You know, talking through the bad days, talking through, you know, whatever. It's just because if we're both committed mutually to making it work, then we'll do the work. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's not going to be easy every day. It's not going to be rainbows and unicorns every day. You right. know, no matter how much you love each other. Right. You know, there's but more I like to the it than just love. Because I don't need to feel safe as far as, like, somebody physically um, defending me. Because I don't go anywhere. So it's not like I'm going to get in a fight at Wise's that I need my man to stick up for me. <laughs> right. What I need is somebody that I can actually bring up topics to where he's not going to jump, dismiss me, mm-hmm. jump down my throat, whatever. Like, I need to have a conversation. What you need, though, too, you need, you have so much going on in your life where you give to your boys, you give to everybody, you give, 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 give. You need that soft place to fall. Right. You know, exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need somebody who you can just, like, you know, just depend on at the end of the day and just, like, (sighs) exhale. You know what I mean? Just make a meal. Like, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. You just, you don't have that person you can just depend on. Like a rag, 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 rag it all the time. I don't have that. I didn't have that. I said it to my ex-husband for 17... I probably said it 500 times. I don't need diamonds and pearls. I just need a soft place to fall. You know, I can go out and do the day-to-day grind of, you know, doing this and doing that, being a business person, da da But when I come home at night, I just need that soft place to fall. I want to lay on your chest and know that I'm supported, mm-hmm. you know. But instead, if I would, you know, talk to him about my day-to-day whatever, he would be critical. Oh, well, you this. Oh, you that. Like, da-da. Rather than just being my soft place. Just be my fucking soft place. Yeah. You know, that's all we need. I don't need you to fix things. I just need right. you to listen yeah. to me. Yeah. That's it. And I think that's what, with you, too. Like, you just don't have that person where you can just, like, lay down and just exhale with. Just breathe, you know? No. Because you you go, 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 go. You put out fires all day long. You take care, you take care, you take care of everything, everybody. But you don't have that person taking care of you. Right. You know? So, yeah. That's really what you need, whether you know it or not. You're not going to admit that you need it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but you do, <laughs> and I'm gonna continue to wish that for you always. Okay. <laughs> I think things just happen when when the right timing is there. It happen or, when it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Happen. You know, just like we were talking about um, the people in in that come into your life. You don't know why they're there. I I really believe in that divine. Oh, oh too. Me too. So. Yeah. Like somebody will just come up to you at TJ Maxx and randomly tell you something. Mm-hmm. But then maybe three days later, you needed to know that. And it's like, wow, that's weird. Because that, like, how how did they know to tell me that? When when did that pop yeah. in their head? Like, I have to go tell this person that. So anytime something pops into my head or somebody pops into my head, I'll reach out to them. Like, hey, how are you doing? Or like, this is what I thought. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, nothing has to do that. Yeah, nothing. Don't keep it to yourself because it's a gift to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So earlier you indicated that you are currently in a relationship of sorts. I guess you said you found somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you in an exclusive relationship now? Yep. And for how long? A little over four months. Four and a half months, yeah. So that probably feels good, huh? Yeah, feels good. So if Marilyn Guy contacts you, you're not going? No. No more pepper. <laughs> no more pepper. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Pack your, your own damn bag. Leave me alone. Right. Well, you know. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's still long distance, of course. He actually lives in, in the Bronx. Um, so distance is a thing. But from day one, he's been consistent with communication. You know, and that, that's what's important to me is just the consistency. Give me consistency. Mm-hmm. Even if the consistency is like wacky. Just be consistent, you know what I mean? And that's the one thing that's been constant with him, just complete consistency, you know? He sees me differently than anybody's ever seen me. And I think that's what has stuck out to me. From the moment we started talking, he just looks at me differently than than I've ever been looked at. He hears my words, he hears my communication, like, and we we talk about things. And I've been a total freaking brat sometimes, and he'll just reel me back in and that's what I need I need to be able to be an asshole but you need to be able to reel me back in okay and he has that power you know what I mean so it's just like and he doesn't lose his cool he doesn't you know get mean with me he doesn't come out of his mouth nothing like no he's just he stays very steady and he's going through some very trying times himself right now and um 
his character has never wavered. Even through his di very difficult situations right now with his personal life, um, his character has never wavered, and I've paid attention to that. You know, and so that's what's important to me. It's just he's just he's just steady. He's just like a steady mule, you know. And it helps he's six five. You know, so he's just amazing and beautiful and all that kind of thing. <laughs> Yes. Wow, he's very tall. Well, you're tall, too. Yes, so, and that's mean, important to me. Like, I don't yeah, care yeah. a tall man. Like, <laughs> Proportionate, right? <laughs> and that's the thing, like, on the dating app, you know, all these men would be, like, hitting me up, and they're, like, they're 5'9 or 5'8, and I'm just like, X, I hit the X button. X, X, sorry. Like, I can't believe how many 5'9 men there are out there. Well, no, and that one guy that <clears throat> came over when I had my one appointment, Oh, he yes. said he was five. What did he say he was? He was five eleven. Is what he swore he was. No, and no, he was like eye to eye with me. So we had an argument the whole time. Like when we met up with him that day, it was just like, and he was so defensive about it too. Yes. Yeah. So he knew he was lying about his age, and he knew that that was important to me. Like, I'm five eight, and I like to wear heels, so I need a taller man. Like I want to, I want to feel like I'm a girl next to my guy. Yeah. And <laughs> so oh my the fact that my guy is now 6'5", yeah, there's no issues. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, well, with the distance, how often do you get to see each other then? Uh, every several weeks. Um, but, I mean, we FaceTime daily, you know, so that helps, you know. Mm -hmm. He's been very good about that. Just And that's been, like, the thing that never happened with the, with the other guys. Like, just there was, like, not a constant communication. Like, yeah, like I said, the phone is the important thing when there's distance between you. Mm -hmm. and it's the only thing it. you have. It's the only thing you have. The only yeah. thing. So, <clears throat> yeah. So he's got it right from the moment that we met. FaceTime all the time. You know, and then we get together every few weeks, you know, so... So it, it has worked so far, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I would has. think it would be easier to carry on a distant relationship as, as we're older, like this stage, than versus like your 20s or 30s. Mm -hmm. True. Well, and plus, here's my thing. Like, for me, I'm so busy. If I could plan out a weekend with somebody, that would be much easier for me to have a relationship with them than trying. Maybe we'll get together Tuesday. Well, no, I'm busy. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? If I knew every third weekend I'm going to be doing this, put it in my planner, and I could dedicate my whole entire weekend to somebody. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the week, I can't because I'm busy. I'm so busy. Well, and I think at this age, too, the distance thing is, quote-unquote, easier because you don't have the insecurities and the infidelities, if you will, that you would if we were in our 20s and 30s, you know, when everybody's a horn dog. Right. Yes. You know I mean, mm -hmm. so I feel like you know it's a lot easier to trust the other person at this stage in our lives, mm -hmm. um, because first of all, we've all been through the crap, so we don't want to go through that again. You know, all that kind of stuff. So it's just like I, the mindset and everything is just completely different. I think it's a lot easier at this age to date long distance and to make it work until you can get together, you know, full time in a you know one household, than it would be in the twenties or thirties. Like right. yeah, yeah. I, and I guess it's kind of where my mind was going. With right. That. Yeah. I mean, too yeah, many insecurities sure. and such. And a, Absolutely. From experience, I know this. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I think back to my 20s, and I mean, I would not want to repeat that ever in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy crap. You know, and just, yeah, the insecurities and, yeah, the infidelities and can't keep yeah. a penis in her pants and right. that kind of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you've got to do the, the, the dating apps and the long-distance thing, I think this age is a much better time to do it. Plus, at this age, too, as women, I don't think we... we I don't know myself. I don't want somebody up under me 24-7. Uh-uh. Good. See oh, ya. Right. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You know? Even, like, with my ex-husband, like, okay, if you want to lay in bed and do whatever all weekend, like, I'm not there with you. I'm going off and doing my own thing. Like, I would go off and do my own thing all the time. Because I'm not going to... I don't need you up under me 24-7. Right. Yeah, you know, I like definitely my own don't space. want that. Like, <laughs> no, I, I am definitely more of uh, okay to be by myself. Yeah, time. Mm -hmm. I love when there's somebody home, of course. Or, yeah, And too. every time I go to the shopping uh, mall or store or whatever, it, I don't care what I need to do. I do it myself usually because I have all boys. Nobody wants any part of it. Right. You know, they want the food to be there when they want it. So <laughs> yeah, they don't exactly. want to see yeah. how it gets there. But, yeah. I do all the buying and purchasing and such like that. Um, but my husband's funny. Like, if he goes somewhere, he always is trying to get somebody to go with him. Like he doesn't want to be alone mm -hmm. or independent when he goes. I love to be able to just go and get what I need mm -hmm. and get out. I don't want to have to worry about... No, no, no. I love going. That was yeah. Me. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely different in that. 
from that aspect. I mean... And I think, like, with you, Ange, I think it might be almost a detriment to you because of the fact that you've been by yourself for so long, but even in your last marriage, he was a truck driver, so... He was never He around. was never home. He literally taught me how to live without him. Right. Because in the very beginning of our relationship... I went from being so independent to letting him do everything for me. I mean, right. you know, he did so much around mm-hmm. here that I was just like, cool, I don't have to do it anymore. And then he started driving truck again, and slowly but surely, he'd be out longer and longer and longer and longer, where I had to start doing everything, doing everything, doing everything myself again, right. with him. by right. myself, for myself, yeah. around the house, everything. And I was like, well, this ain't so bad. Good mm-hmm. fuck. You give me one little shit, you're gone because I don't need it. Right. Yeah. So, he broke himself off of that. Right. I mean, I understand he had to have a job, but even when he was not working, he was not here. Right, right, right. He would spend the time that he wasn't in his truck at his brother's, or here or there, he was never home. Mm-hmm. So, now you're surprised that so I don't want to be together anymore? We don't We do not do anything together anyway. So, right, he's escaping... Right. The relationship, you think? I mean, at the time, or just you know, not coming home. No, he's or? just selfish. He was selfish. He wanted to do what he wanted to do, and it didn't matter that he hadn't been here. Yeah, it was all about him. Yeah, yeah it really was. Yeah. Was he sleeping in his truck too? Then. Yeah. Uh huh. He'd, he'd be home for the weekend, but sleeping in the truck. What kind of marriage is that? Yeah. Right. Okay. We did. He had a remember. He had that room over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. He was in sleeping in the basement, like when he was not in his truck. He had a mattress over here in that other room in the basement, on the floor. Yeah, that's where he would sleep. And I didn't even leave him for anybody. I just didn't want to be. I was just like, if I'm going to be alone, I'm going to be alone. Yeah, yeah. Because he would come home, disrupt my whole flow, and mm-hmm. jump all over me, and uh, I just like couldn't take it. Stop around and bitch about gravy. Bitch about everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. He yes. Just, we, we had a nickname for him, too, and I'll say it. I don't care. I would say it to his face. We called him Midget Monster because he was just like a little tyrant. <laughs> Midget Monster. <laughs> yeah. Like, he would, he just, his only true, genuine emotion was anger. He's just so angry all the time. Yeah. About everything. Like, what is your, li- your life is good. You have a good life. Why are you so mad? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. But that, he'll never change. He'll always be like that. Oh, yeah. He's just a mean, yeah. mean little thing. Yeah. Mean little thing. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to see how this goes, plays out, if you get it, a dating app, um, or enlist in one, I guess. Or yes. Or looking for we to, yes, one. we need to get her to do one. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Angela. I've got my whiteboard out. <laughs> Is that your to-do list? (laughs) Right. Create dating profile. That's her task. What does that say? (laughs) Can anybody read that? You've already told me. What does my whiteboard say? You have told me fucking no a thousand times. Yes, I don't care. So I'm not giving up. That's what my whiteboard says. Fuck no. That's my thought for today. Well, it hasn't really been that long of a time for you. I mean, the marriage was gone a long time before he actually got divorced. Right. But... Because you and I have so been busy, dating. I, get it. I have yeah. been dating this past year. Oh, really? Is that horrible, what you call? It? Is that what you call? Horrible. It? Is that what you call it? Dating of a person. Well, yeah, I don't think. Well, so. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think it was dating. No. What would you call that? Stuck on stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck on something. Yes. And it was stupid. It was real stupid. Good lord. No, Angela was. She was stuck on the fantasy of what she thought that she had with this. I mean, a 10-year friendship is a long time. And then try to transition into a relationship, that is very disappointing. That's and it a doesn't... Tra- that, this did not translate well at all. Like, he no. was a completely different person than he ever was that we were... That's what I was going to say. It should Friends. have went from a 10-year friendship into you both getting divorces, and now you can, like, authentically build this into a real relationship, mm-hmm. and that's not what happened. So, yes, I think she's, like, mourning... The um, the lack of evolution of the relationship. I'm mourning the friendship. Like, we talked almost every day for yeah. 10 years. Like, even if it was just, like, a quick, hey, how you doing? This is what happened right. in my life. This is what's happened in your life. Da, 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 da. 
and now I don't have that. I can't have that because right. I can't have you. I can't have any kind of civilized relationship with him at mm-hmm. all because mm-hmm. he's just not. He's just completely out there. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. imagine though because you spoke. I mean, you were friends with him through his marriage and stuff like that. Did but did you see the signs where he treated his ex-wife? If she is his ex-wife yet. No, because they went on vacations. They went on trips. They went out to dinner. They did all this stuff together. And then none of that happened when they were... Now, I don't know from her side. I'm sure if I talk to her, because, you know, a lot of people aren't going to put that on Facebook or put that out there or tell people what goes on behind closed doors. So he may have very well treated her that way. She just didn't tell anybody about that. He he had to have. I'm sure he did. I'm sure mm-hmm. this isn't new for that them. crazy. But right. now I'm the target, where right. I was not the target before. Like, I was behind the target. But, like, even in you guys' conversations between you and him as friends, none of that actually, like, you never saw any signs of that? Not at all. Jeez. None of it. Yeah, none I, of I it. find that crazy. That is crazy. For really. 10 years of friendship, yeah. there was never any right. indication that he could behave that way. No. And his behavior is, is so some bad. of the worst yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Yep, it is. Oh, it's bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but a divorce and losing everything doesn't make you into that person. That, that is his character as a human being. Right. Right. And situations don't make you into that person. It's like a video game and it unlocked a whole new level. Like, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. So, yes, I mean, it's, it's normal for her to be holding on to that and the loss of that and the lack of it moving on. But like she told me the other day, like she has PTSD from this experience. I'm like, listen, you gave the wrong man the power to give you PTSD. Right. He wasn't even a normal human being to even give you that. So like, no. If it was like a real relationship and it was like a giving back and forth relationship and it was at least healthy at one point, then it like changed into something, whatever. Okay, then you can have PTSD. But this motherfucker, no, he doesn't have the power to give you that. He doesn't even deserve that. <clears throat> no. No, not at all. Okay. <sighs> but now she's like, no, no, no! All well, because of him, you know? So it's just like, I'm going to smack her because it's just like, no. <laughs> like, real men are not like him. Give it a chance. No, but, I mean, you handle it so well. <laughs> the, I mean, everything is going... She's She has a calming effect on everything now. I mean, maybe not internally, but you don't express it on the outside. Right. I don't know. Well, anyway, we're glad that you have found love. Yes. 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 <laughs> and I'm hoping that it rubs off on Angela and she'll at least give dating a shot. I'll give a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when you're least expecting it. With a 457 yeah. revolver. That's what I'm thinking. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not right now. Not right. Maybe 2025. For more information about us and future releases of our podcast, please visit www.phuckitwere50.com. You will also find a suggestion link for all you listeners to submit topics of what you are over with as well. Tune in next time for two gals who are over 50 and over everything else too.